Aren't you excited? You have just tuned into the Praise Domain with Sarah Praise. Always living a praise song for Jesus Christ. All right. Welcome back to the Praise Domain with Sarah Praise. I know it has been a good couple of weeks and I've been pretty busy, but God knows all, he sees all, and he knows when we need a break, yes. Although I was prepared and ready to to talk about this topic, unfortunately, life said otherwise. All right, and so we're going to go straight on into our episode 10 with the topic of a good man, good treasure, good things. Yes, and that is coming from Matthew's chapter 12, verse 35 from the King James Version. And it reads, a good man out of the good treasure of the heart bringeth forth good things, and an evil man who treasure bringeth forth things. So this was our topic two weeks ago. Yes, uh, we're now going into, supposed to be going into episode 12, but we're stuck on episode 10. But that is okay because it has had given me definitely some time to kind of study up on this a little bit and kind of dive into it. I've had a lot of different things go on within these past two weeks. So it's going to be pretty interesting because this topic is focusing in on the topic of shifting away from more so our mission, but still kind of sort of there because our main topic that we're going to be talking about is a good man. And so we're going to be coming from several different scriptures within the next couple of weeks as it relates to a good man. Now, interesting enough, <laughs> 2 Timothy 2 and 15 states, and from the King James Version, study to show thyself approved, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. And how do you know that? Because he is one that is a workman. He works according to what thus saith the Lord, not by his own his own recollection, but he is an individual that works according to what God desires. And so we're going to be uh, speaking several different topics as it pertains to a good man. I like the Amplified version of this passage and it reads, a good man from his inner good treasure flings forth good things and the evil man out of his inner evil storehouse flings forth evil things. And so uh, the reason why I wanted to kind of kind of shift gears a little bit and talk about a good man is because we're now in my favorite time of year, which is the harvest. I love the season of harvest. I love what it entails. I love the meaning behind it. It is something around this time I totally get into harvest mode I'm totally focused a lot of times people kind of do that in January (laughs) I do mine right at the end of August starting in September I go into harvest mode and so I began to think about preparing for the new year planning strategizing as well as going 
goal setting. I do the whole, I do all of it. So from September to January, I go deep into it and um, I get really focused. So it's crazy, like I've had these like last two weeks where everything has been like coming coming to me at once. But it's great because when you prepare in advance, you kind of, I'm saying it right, and then I have an episode, two episodes that's like behind. But when you prepare in advance on a bigger scale, it kind of helps um, the planning and strategizing that I've been doing is pretty much long-term stuff, stuff that's between the next six to eight months, um, maybe a year, depending on how things flow. But I'm excited because when you prepare yourself, when you strategize, when you goal set, when you think about what you've done thus far, how effective your your actions have been to this point, it definitely helps you to gear for the next couple of months. And for me, it's always gearing for the next year. So this year, I I did a lot of pre-planning, of course, my September timeframe, but I did a lot of pre-planning. When January came, I had a lot of bumpy roads. I kind of like relaxed a little bit which I don't normally do at the beginning of the year, but I did, I relaxed. And so because I because I relaxed January, February, March came around and I was like, boom, boom, boom. I was just like working, like working hard. I was like a football player. I was like, I had the intensity of a football player by the time March came. But, um, but it still worked out because I was able to get what I wanted to accomplish and more, which makes it very much easy for me to uh, do my planning September to January because I accomplished a lot this year. And that's not bragging, but I'm trying to break it down to how I kind of plan out my year when it comes to the aspect of harvest. And the thing is, is that when we talk about, we've been talking about our mission. We've been talking about how we have to be faithful and how we have to make it, how we have impactful and influential to others. Well, all of that is able to be done if you have a good head on your shoulders and you realize that you have to plan accordingly to be able to go the distance for you to be um, to be able to achieve the goal, for you to be able to be impactful and influential. And so I wanted to talk about that within the next couple of weeks because I don't want for us to get to the point where we're so geared on our mission that we forget the fact that we have, a ha- we have to have a good head on our shoulders. A good man is going to bring good things out of a treasure house. A good man is going to be able to realize that there takes some planning. There takes some stopping for a moment and strategizing, thinking things through, weighing the pros and cons so that the mission that God has laid out for you, not to say that you're nitpicking God's stuff, but what you're doing is you're nitpicking you. I'm going to say that again. A good man realizes that he needs to be nitpicked. (laughs) Is that a good way to say it? A good man realizes that not Everything about him or her is pork chops and onion gravy. Yeah. Like, so, and I'm totally, that's me. Like, I do a lot of evaluating. Um, I do a lot of critiquing and not of other people. I do it myself to make sure that the things that I'm doing 
not just meeting um, meeting the mark, but it's meeting my standard. And not every, not all the time do things come out with a great outcome. I have had some situations where me doing, you know, what I needed to do still didn't meet the mark because there were still other things that had to be done. And that's just, what can you do? <laughs> But what I can say is I strive to give my 100%. You know, one thing my mom always used to say, you know, hey, you know, you may not be perfect, but if you can give me that 100%, you give it all to me, um, I'll take it. And so we did talk about that within one of our earlier episodes about that percentage of service, you know, how much you're actually gauging as opposed to how much you're just kind of laxing just to kind of get by. I'm not a get by person um, at all. And I truly believe that our God is not as well. I believe that he desires for us to give our all. And I say that because 1 Peter 4 and 18 states, and if the righteous scarcely be saved, where shall the ungodly and sin in the sinner of I'm going to read that in another um, in another version so that you can. The World English Bible reads 1 Peter 4 and 18. If it is hard for the righteous to be saved, what will happen to the ungodly and the sinner? So in that instance, God is letting us know that he, that 100, we need to get as close to that as possible because even the person at 100 barely is making it in. It's hard for them to do that. It's hard for them to make it in at the 100 mark. So guess what? And that doesn't discourage you. That shouldn't discourage you from striving to give your all. But what it should do is it should empower you to do the dog thing, to give your best. Yes, I had to put a little bit. Give it all you got. Give it all you got. Hey, you know what? There are many things that I don't do well, but I strive with every ounce of energy in my body (laughs) to give as best of a job I I possibly can give. Because the fact of the matter is, is, I mean, I'm not perfect and I realize I'm not perfect, but um, I also realize that good people out of their good treasure bring forth good things. And I love, you know what? I love this scripture because in the midst of God seeing that the righteously, the righteous scarcely making it, that their hundred is not even, you know, is barely making it. In this scripture, it says a good man, not a great, not a perfect, but a good man. So what I get from this is, is that even though God wants us to give our best, he's looking for a sincere best. And a lot of times our sincere best isn't great, but it's good. It's pure. And that's what he's looking for. On the other end, an evil man out of his inner evil storehouse is going to fling forth a person that just is trying to get by, a person that is being, you know, a little hasty, a person that is really just doing whatever just so that they can say it's done. Yeah. They're just going to give you anything. And that's not, that is not what any of us should strive to do. Um, When we were kids, I know all of us probably had this experience, but when we were kids, our parents would be like, that isn't your best. I say it to my little one all the time. 
I prefer for her to give me her best. Her best could could possibly be just 45%, but I'd rather her give me her best than to give me any. God is the same way. He desires for us to give our best. Our best may be less than someone else's best, but if our best is sincere and pure, he's going to take our best over top of the 100%. Let me just say that again. You don't have to give 100 to be accepted. What you do need to give is you need to give a pure, genuine service unto God. That's what he's looking for. I'll even talk about even the aspect of worship. I'm a worshiper. I'm one of those crazy worshipers, really freestyle, what can I say? But I realized, I was just talking to a friend just recently, I realized that all that I am, all that I want to be, it all belongs to God. So guess what? My worship is going to be 100, it's going to be the best worship I could possibly I just, every, when I was younger, I used to be that one that would like wreck the chairs. I would be so happy praising God that I would wreck the chairs, the benches, everybody would start scattling off the benches. I would be looking so cute by the time I finished shouting. I had to go to the bathroom and get myself together. Let me tell you something. And then when I when I started wearing makeup, it was worse. <laughs> God helped me. He helped me. And so now I still shout wild. <laughs> I still glorify him in a wild way. But I'm able to just pat my head and it go back into place. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> but... When it comes to worship, our worship should have that same formula. It should be our best. It shouldn't just be, you know, okay, whatever seems sensible at the time. No, it should be our best. Our, it should be authentically you. It should totally be you. And I'm, I'm grateful unto God that I'm from um, a family of worshipers. So um, I was, I guess, I guess that's why I shout so wild because... <laughs> Because, you know, uh, I was able to be free. And I guess that's the point, just being able to be free. But a good man is going to, because he has, even if his treasure is only a butterfly, he's going to give God his best. While we're in these journeys, while we're going through this holiday and we're preparing for the new, we have a sincere, divine duty to not just be stewards, but be good men and good women, thus bringing out the good portion out of our storehouses and sharing it, not hoarding it, not holding on to it, but bringing out the goodness that is within us and sharing it. We're responsible for what we what we have stored within us. We're responsible. And if we're holding on to it and allowing it to collect and we're not sharing it, then we're missing out the greatest aspect of life. Things made Jesus so sin is that his divinity, his deity, who he was, he willingly opened himself up to all that wanted a piece of him. The woman with the issue, he could have very well said, he would have smelled her coming through, right? He knew she was coming, he knew that she wanted a piece of what he, and he was so willing 
everyone else was probably pushing her away and telling her to get away and trying to keep her from touching he said yes you can have a peace and the because you believe that just a peace is enough just a touch just a touch just a touch it's just enough you're going to be made the woman with that eight off the floor that was trying just to get crumbs just the crumbs you know no shame but guess what the shame her she'd rather have no shaming off the floor <laughs> just sopping up what she can from the masses table than to walk away with a life never being able to touch to be able to be in his presence to be able to say I have experienced him my pastor when um, Sunday he was talking about being the salt of the earth and um, significance of being so delicious the impact of us being able to preserve the world because we all the salt you know bear that soul um that is the characteristic of a good a good man being able to know that they bear something that can help a society a world people just martyrs and being willing to do what they need to do so that that individual that group that society that world can get the experience each of us has treasure inside of us but what we need to know is if the treasure that we bear in us is good or if the treasure that we bear within us is evil a good man out of the good treasure brings forth good things but the wicked man out of the wicked treasure bringing forth wickedness our history has showcased examples of men that were good men that 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 allow for good treasure to produce good things and it also provides us with an example of evil that treasured evil things within their halls and therefore produced evil. our tongues will exercise the good that's in us and the evil that is in us the word of god says that our tongues will speak life or death we can speak things into existence and those things that we speak into existence they can be good treasure they can be good things or they can be bad, be evil things. It is important for us to know the difference. It is important for us to just sit back and evaluate ourselves to see what are we producing? Are we producing? Are we sending out good seed or are we inducing and sending evil seed? Simple no because when the harvest begins to come, if we have a good harvest, it is because we have been planting good seed. But if we continue to get evil harvest, there is a possibility that evil harvest was produced evil seeds being sent out so i am going to stop there because i think that is a great start of our good man good treasure good things topic uh theme so our next episode will continue to talk about a good man a good treasure and a good thing but we were we're going to go and we're going to hit on a couple of things like Colossians 4 and 6 talking about that song a little bit more yes and uh Psalms 37 and 33 31 when we're talking about wisdom because wisdom is definitely a good part of that and I'm going to pray for you today for those that 
um, as you begin to evaluate yourselves, I hope um, that you begin to start your journey of evaluation to prepare your harvest season so that you can kind of plan out, seek with the Lord, connect with the Lord and see where he's going to be taking in the next two months, five months, six months, 10 months. See where you are at and what you need to do to get where he wants you to be. Heavenly Father, Lord God, we just thank you. We honor you today for just being the God that you are, for being our divine help, for being our protector, and for being the ever-present God that you are. Lord, we ask, Lord God, that as we listen in and we kind of think things through and go through our points of evaluation, but that God, we will include you into the thought process. Lord God, begin to talk to us that we may be able to hear your voice and know your voice when you speak, knowing what we need to do to prepare the harvest for 2020. Lord, where do you want for us to be in the next two months? Lord, in the next year, God, we're asking, Lord God, that you would begin to speak those things to us, Lord God, that we will begin to infiltrate the things that you desire for us within our daily lives, that we will think on those things, that we will speak those things out of our mouths so that we can begin to believe the very thing that you're giving to us. Lord, I ask, Lord God, that you touch us from the crown of our heads out to the soles of our feet. The enemy is not going to be happy, but we know that when we put our faith and our trust in you, all is well because we're doing it for your will and for your glory. Lord, we're asking even still, Lord God, for those individuals that are not quite sure but they're thinking it through. Lord God, that you would begin to just stir up the gift. Hallelujah, Lord God, that you just begin to stir up the gift for those individuals that are contemplating, giving up. Lord, we ask, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus, that you begin to dispatch individuals that are able to send a firming word, the perfect word that you have ordained to help them to continue them on their paths. We know that you're able, God. We know that you're willing, Lord God, Lord God, because you've done it time and time again. Each of us, uh, there are some of us that can orchestrated uh, plans to get us just where we need to be. God, hallelujah, I, I want to say thank you in advance for the great things that are to come, Lord God, for just even for the planning that is being, uh, that is uh, about to begin, Lord God, for the things that are about to occur because we are stepping out on faith. God, I ask that each of us, all the listeners, if we're not in the place that we are, can be considered good men, that we will have the earnest desire to become that good man, that good woman, that provides and give out good treasure that will be able to produce, that will be able to produce good things. Lord God, we rebuke the adversary right now. For the, for the words of discouragement that are to, about to come. Lord, I ask, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus, that they each one will begin to recognize the voices, that they will understand the voices, so they will understand when evil is being sent their way and when good measure uh, of information is being sent their way as well. 
Lord, we ask that you would continue to touch, Lord God, all the leaders in Zion, Lord God, all of our evangelists and missionaries that travel all across the globe, Lord God, for the leaders that are supporting their pastors, and God, even for the pastors and their families. Lord, we ask and even, Lord God, that you would touch, Lord God, all of our singles, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus. You know they have a special place in my heart. Lord God, touch all the singles, Lord God, across the globe, Lord God, as they go through their situations and their mindsets and things, uh, just life, that they will remember you are a God that understands and you care. Hallelujah. Care for each of us. Lord God, I ask even that you would continue even just to touch our families, Lord God, as we prepare for the holidays, for those that are grieving at, during this season. Lord God, send something their way that will provide them with a smile, a memory that they thought that they forgot, an individual coming through, just giving them a hug. Maybe it's a sin. But God, I ask, oh God, that you comfort their minds, comfort their souls. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord God, even, Lord God, we ask that you continue to touch our veterans in the mighty name. Those that are being cared for and those that are being forgotten. Lord, we ask that you would just continue to touch in a mighty way. For all the volunteers, Lord God, that is about to go out and serve in this way or that way, God. We ask in for protection, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus, for a word that they may be able to share that will allow for them to produce a good seed in the mighty name of Jesus. We ask all these things in your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And so lastly, there's some definitely some things that um, I am looking to do here with the Praise Domain. We are going to be going out and spreading this praise out amongst um, the city. So you may start seeing some different nuggets and notes coming out about the different things that we're going, we're going to be doing. I can't wait to share, but we're going to be going out into the into the uh, highways and the byways and just helping out in different ways and just spreading the word, the gospel word about mission and being a good man and producing good things and kind of being that salt that can preserve within our city. We definitely want to hear of the different things that you're going to be doing through the holidays as well. So definitely come to our Facebook page and all you have to do is put in the praise domain and share what you're going to be doing. And we're going to be sharing as well the different places that we're going to be going. I can't wait to hear what you're going to be doing. Talk to you soon. This is Sarah Praise on the Praise Domain. Before I end, always be fully genuine and have a praise on your lips.